Hey, this is Sean Tepper, the host of Top Stocks, a podcast where I provide quick tips on investing without the fluff. This is a no-nonsense, to-the-point podcast where my goals help you make more confident decisions in the stock market. Let's go. We have a lot to talk about with PayPal. So good news, they just announced their new CEO. I'm gonna talk about him and his experience. I'll also talk about their latest earnings report. And then the key thing I really wanna talk about are four key triggers we need to see in order for PayPal to take off. Let's dive in. Okay, first off, let's jump right into ticker, take a look at PayPal. We can see the summary is still overpriced, scores 44 out of 100 and margin of safety is 0%. The stock would change to watch, that's that mid-tier, you have uh, overpriced, watch and on sale. And this would jump up to that watch category if this score was 50 or higher. So it's pretty close. And we do wanna see the financials make a little bit of an improvement, but the issue here is that margin of safety. Now let's jump over to that earnings calendar. Um, we can take a look at the estimates and reported. Just to remind you guys, the trigger that really moves share prices up and down is that EPS report every quarter. If you have an estimate and you beat your estimate, in most cases, the share price will go up. And if you miss your estimate, in most cases, the share price will go down. Sometimes it's the opposite effect. And there can be other factors in the market, such as we had that bear market between like, you know, 2021 is like November of 21 through like maybe February, March, April of 2023. So about a year and a half. When you have events like that, you have no idea where stocks are going. But when things are starting to take off like they are right now, when you beat your estimates, that's a great sign that gives confidence to institutions. And that's when that price can drive up. So that's the trigger. And the ones who really move the share price up and down, it's not retail investors like you and I, it's the institutions. So in this case, check this out. You can see their estimate was $1.16, that's at EPS, and they reported $1.16. So it's not any kind of surprise. You can see the track record previously. Uh, they beat the estimates by a little, but when you have something like this at 0%, it doesn't really give those institutions a lot of confidence. So that's a summary of the EPS and where it stands the most recent quarter. Let's talk about that latest earnings report. So here are some of the key highlights. Revenue growth increased by 8%. Transaction revenue growth grew by 5%. Total payment volume grew by 11% last quarter. That's actually really good. Then Venmo actually showed the biggest area growth. This is one of the key drivers for the business right now. They have 60 million monthly active users on Venmo alone, and they expect their revenue, that total payment volume to increase in Q3 and Q4. I can agree with that. Typically with your holiday shopping at the end of the year, you're gonna see a spike of sales on you know, your platforms like Amazon, especially and Amazon you know, has added Venmo. And then this is really good news. So Venmo has been added to 27 new merchants, including Xbox, GoFundMe, Amazon, Amazon Prime, and McDonald's. They also announced the new stablecoin, which is PayPal USD. Essentially, a stablecoin is a cryptocurrency that's backed by a fiat currency. In this case, it's the US dollar. And with crypto starting to take off, I talked about this in another video, uh, Bitcoin as of August 2023, for the year, Bitcoin is up 75%, Ethereum's up about 50%, and Litecoin's up about 
uh, 25%. So we're going to see crypto start to take off here, especially as more people become more confident with the stock market. So this is a smart play for PayPal. Get involved with that crypto space, allow people to make transactions. And we'll see where this coin goes. However, there are analysts out there that said adoption on this coin could be slow. I would agree with that. It's going to take a little time, but I like the idea that it's backed by the US dollar. So those are some of the positives within the earnings report. The negatives are pretty obvious. There's a lot of competitors in this space. So Apple Pay is out there. You have Google Pay. There's Amazon Pay. And then some of the biggest banks out there like JP Morgan and Bank of America, they have competitive products to PayPal so that that moat is getting smaller for PayPal, which is a big issue. Now, one thing to keep in mind, and this is why I still hold PayPal and still have strong conviction in this company, is they actually have probably the largest footprint out of any fintech out there. They're in 200 countries and territories and entering new countries or territory is not an overnight effort. It takes a long time. So if I were leading this company, I would be thinking about how fast can we go to market, not just in one country, but around the globe. That way we can really see the transactions increase. So that leads to our conversation here on the new CEO, which is Alex Chris. Now his background is pretty interesting. He's actually not coming from another company as a C-suite member. He's actually coming from Intuit, where he was in his last position, serving as executive vice president and general manager of small business and self-employed group. He's also served in positions such as SVP and chief product officer of small business, vice president and general manager, director of Intuit partner program, business leader of Intuit partner program and group manager of business development and channel sales. Some things to point out here that are really important with Chris would be number one, channel partner experience. For those of you that haven't worked in big business, the fastest way to grow a big business is not through Facebook ads or Google ads or um, making a pretty logo. It's through channel partners. And when you connect with another company that has your audience, we're talking millions of customers, if you connect with them and create some kind of incentivized program to share in the revenue, that's where you grow the fastest. And with his experience here, this is a really good sign because we wanna see PayPal partnering with other big businesses. Like I mentioned earlier, there's McDonald's, there's Xbox, of course, Amazon. More partnerships like that are really gonna move the needle with this company. So I like that experience. Also, I read in another article, he was a key driver with the acquisition of MailChimp. So Intuit, if you guys don't already know, they're really well known for their tax products. They're mainly in the US, but they acquired MailChimp, which is a highly profitable SaaS company focused on email marketing. And knowing that, He's got SaaS experience coupled with that channel partner experience, and we like to see that as well. Um, I also like the fact, this is a third reason I like him as a, a good choice, the small business experience. For those of you that have used PayPal, especially small business owners, you know it's not the most gracious process. Um, so hopefully we can make some improvements there, create more in, incentives for small businesses to use PayPal to grow their business. If they can do more there, that could be really exciting for you know small businesses around the world. And of course, you could see an increase and revenue there as well. So um, I think that the choice here with Alex Chris is a good choice. I'm excited to see what he can do here in the future. Let's take a quick commercial break. 
If someone tells you to buy a stock, the last thing you should do is buy that stock. The first thing you should do is ask why. Unfortunately, a lot of influencers on YouTube, TikTok, Reddit, Twitter, and the list goes on are giving really bad stock recommendations and investment advice. The question is, how do you determine if what these people say is good advice or bad advice? That's where Ticker can help. Ticker can quickly and easily determine if a stock is a good or bad investment and it helps you manage your investments with confidence. But don't take my word for it, see what our customers have to say. Visit our Trustpilot rating where we have a 4.9 out of 5. Get started today with a free trial. Visit ticker.com. That's T-Y-K-R.com. Again, ticker.com. Okay, now let's get right to the point. The four key triggers we need to see in order for this stock to take off. And this is my opinion. Um, I'm going to back it up with as much logic as I can. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. But uh, first off, we want to see that EPS rise. I'd like to see it rise to $1.25. Let's go back to ticker, taking a look at some of these estimates here. So check this out, 0 0.96, 120, 110, 116. If we can see, let's say, an estimate of like 117 and this company reports 125, that's going to really impress institutions and that could see a nice bump with the, uh, the share price just on that move alone. So that's number one. Number two would be I would like to see quarterly revenue rise above 7.75 billion in just the quarter alone. The reason I'm saying that is if you jump to the ticker financials, let's go ahead, click on quarters, and we can see some of the latest numbers. We're going from 7.38 billion, 7.04 to 7.29. So again, I'd like to see that jump up to 7.75. That's a nice jump in itself. That could add more confidence for those large institutions. Number three would be free cash flow. I'd like to see that number jump above 1 billion. Again, let's jump into ticker and take a look at that free cash flow. So again, we're on quarters. We can see that we had 1 billion. 1 billion and then down to negative 350 million. Let's see that number jump back up to the positive, not just positive, but back to a billion or more. And number four would be a roadmap from Alex Chris. This is something really important to pay attention to. When you bring in a new CEO, they shouldn't just be going through status quo mode, you know, business as usual. Their first objective, and this usually is the first 90 days, this is what happens when you bring in a higher level executive, their job isn't to make plays on day one, they're kind of in observation mode those first 90 days. So we're not going to see any big moves yet from him in this window, but coming up here, you know, this fall and then later, or at least by the end of the year, we need to see a roadmap from him laid out. We're going to do this, 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 and this, because what that does is it paints a positive picture for investors, not just retail investors like you and I, but those institutions. We want to know what moves are going to be made to increase the share price. If we do not see that from him, we got a problem. So pay close attention to that. So in summary, again, I just want to touch on those four. EPS jump, revenue jump, free cash flow jump, and a roadmap from Alex Chris. I would love to see what you guys have to say. If you like this video, go ahead, hit that like button. If you want to see more like it, hit that subscribe button. And if you want to see other stocks like PayPal, I invite you to join Ticker for free. All right, we'll see you in the next video. Bye for now. Hey, I'd like to say thank you for checking out this podcast. I know there's a lot of other podcasts you could be listening to, so thanks for spending some time with me. 
Also, if you have a moment, could you please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review? The more reviews we get, the more Apple will share this podcast with the world. So thanks for doing that. And last thing, if you do hear any stocks mentioned on this podcast, please keep in mind, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please do not make a buy or sell decision based solely on what you hear. All right, thanks for your time. Talk to you later. See ya.